Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. Hello everyone, I'm Stefan Pazza and welcome to News Fighters. Dylan is away this week on holidays, probably bungee jumping in Bali, drinking out of buckets at the Moonbeam Festival or in a Turkish prison. Anyways... This week on the show, where we're playing a whole lot of my old segments from the show, talking about happy good news, showbiz and sports news from the past three years. Here it is. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, welcome back to News Fighters, and it's been an absolutely massive week for showbiz news with the Grammy Awards and the Oscar nominations announced earlier in the week. So it's time for us to check in with our arts and culture correspondent and the king of Australian media, Stefan Pazur. Stefan, how are you going? I'm doing great, Dylan. How about yourself? Very good. Now, I understand, were you actually at the Grammys in Los Angeles? Is that is that true on Monday night? No, no, I couldn't actually get the uh, isolation hotel booked. Fair enough. So you were there, and you were there in spirit. I was. So I think uh, one of the big things people noticed this year was the Grammys were held outdoors. Did you notice they this? Were. Based on all the planes going over, it sounded like it was either at an airport or just in in the inner west of Sydney. Beyonce made history, won her twenty eighth Grammy, which makes her the most awarded female in history. I'll tell you something, yeah. uh, if I was there in person, I would say, well done, Beyonce. Now, girl, where's your fiancé? No, but she's actually married, so that uh, that joke, I don't know if that joke um, quite, quite works. <laughs> Best alternative album went to Fiona Apple. Now, what a surprise, Fiona Apple didn't leave the house to go get the award. I think Fiona Apple has actually been in ISO since like 1999. I don't think she's, anyone's managed to convince her to leave the house for anything. Uh, let alone a, a fake award show. <laughs> it would make sense because her, her, her hit song back then was like, uh, what was it called? Trouble? Criminal. No. 
Yes. Criminal, so she yeah. made she probably made herself feel guilty and decided to stay home after that. Oh, so you're saying she's I, she's yeah. put herself under house, house arrest because she thinks she's a criminal? Yeah, yes, for getting some bloke upset back then. So that makes that kind of makes sense. And what about the outfits and costumes? Anything grab you uh, in the in the dress department? Um, one thing that stood out for me as well was one of the uh, singers had like an orange dress and like had an orange mask on them. I'm oh not yes, sure if you saw that. Was this uh, Bill, Billy be- Billy Eilish? Maybe a lot of matching masks and and co- and costumes, which I don't think we had last year uh, at the Grammys. It's uh, the masks no, are a new no. thing. Not it's quite sure why they thing. did that. Oh, actually, no, I think it's coronavirus. Uh, maybe, maybe, or some new variant of of it. Uh, one thing that got me thinking though is how were they going to eat food? Well, that's the were thing. I saw ev- everyone's tables had like, lots of bottles of champagne with the lid still on. I'm like, this would never happen at, a, at an Australian awards conference like they would figure out they would just be pouring the champagne into the masks and and like sucking on the masks i think if it was in australia i actually believe there was no champagne in there i reckon the bottles were empty though just there for decoration the sponsorship probably one of the funniest moments of the night was when early 2000s early noughties rock band the strokes uh won uh, for best rock album uh, and uh, the zoom didn't work, and they just stood there looking very perplexed. Let's 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 just have a, li- a little listen to that. Let's play a clip of the Strokes winning their Grammy. It's cutting out. Who won? <laughs> yeah, did we win? You guys won. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not even as bad as my podcast. Moving on, let's get to the Oscar nominations were announced. Now, uh, d- uh, what's what's your take on the uh, on the Oscar nominations? What did you think of those? It's probably the most diverse, ethnically selected nominees that the Oscars has ever had. It's amazing how the diversity of voices increases when Hollywood doesn't release movies for the year. That's true. That's true, and a lot of people are stuck home. <laughs> yeah, and um, you just get you just get a lot more independent films. Rather than big Hollywood films. What was your last film you saw in the cinemas? Was it any of these? Yes, yes. So, so I've so with with COVID down to pr- practically zero here. I think we've had one case in two months. Uh, I actually have gone back to the cinemas and I've seen a few of these. It's been fun. I saw um, Minari uh, about a Korean family uh, that moves to America uh, in the eighties. Excellent, excellent movie. Um, I saw Nomadland on the weekend uh, about an okay. unemployed itinerant worker played by Francis McDormand um, traveling around America. Uh, also excellent. Uh, I haven't seen Borat 2, Borat Harder yet. I hope to see that soon. Um, Is that in the nominees? It, uh, Borat actually got two nominations, which, you know, thank that's so God. That's funny. That's one more than Norbert, at least. <laughs> that's right. Could you imagine if they actually wins? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the um, the best uh, supporting actress uh, nominee, Maria Bakalova uh, from Borat. Actually, I think anyone who's been in the same room uh, as Rudy Giuliani in an intimate way deserves an award, full stop. So I hope so. I hope she gets it. It's, it's funny. Her name, her, her surname actually sounds like Sharapova. Uh, leading the nominations was the movie Mank, uh, which was a Netflix film. Netflix led the pack of all the studios this year with 35 nominations because, of course, streaming movies were allowed this year. And its movie Mank got 10 of those. Now, if anyone's asking if they should watch Mank, the correct answer is no. You should not watch Mank. I did not enjoy it. It's not very good. Is it because it sounds like Spank? 
No, it's because it's just I just didn't enjoy it. It's uh, basically Net- Net- Netflix gave David Fincher a bunch of money to make whatever movie he wanted, and boy did he! And of course, uh, huge things for best director. Uh, two females were nominated: yes, uh, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, and that's a record. And Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Um, she also got nom- nominations for producing, writing, and editing, which I'm very mad about because you need to save some work for us editors. I don't want all every every director editing their own movie. Save some work for us no. editors, right? Yeah, it's funny. I thought one of the films was called The Funnel. It's just me imagining things. The Funnel. Yeah. Okay, what's the funnel about, and why? And what's what? What Oscar is it nominated for? <laughs> uh, for best picture, because they put in, uh, or no, best special effects, because they put in a small tiny camera on top of the funnel, and it goes slowly through the funnel, and then through the tube of the tunnel, and then at the other end, in slow okay. motion. That's the whole movie. The funnel, yeah, suspense. What's going to happen next? Is the camera going to hit the side of the funnel? Is it going to go down the funnel? Don't know. But I hear that due, due to the pandemic, the Oscars uh, is probably going to follow the Grammys and have a very altered telecast. I hear they're going to have people like the Gold, the Golden Globes had award ceremonies on both coasts and cut between them. And I think the Oscars is going to do a similar thing. And I actually heard they're going to, um, for some odd reason, use the Los Angeles Union Station, their main train station, uh, as a location for filming uh, the the Oscars telecast, uh, where I mean, wh- I mean, why a train station? Uh, probably just to get rid of the celebrities after they get their awards. Oh, just so on the train, take them yeah, away. As, yeah, as yeah, as a train that pass. Here's your Oscar. Go away. Just throw it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. right. Yeah, throw it to them. Try to get a window broken at the same time. Piss off and just yeah, maybe that's great. Or maybe I'll maybe they're so. using it for a cross promotion with like some movie, like Money Train Two. Maybe Wesley Snipes will like come flying off a train and be like Money Train Two. I-, I was just thinking like since there'll be no applause, they could either use an applause track or just like get a choo choo train bell going boop boop. As to when someone as like as a form of applause to when they get the award. All right, mate. Yeah. So thanks for stopping by and talking uh, all the awards show glamour with us, ladies and gentlemen. Where can people find you, Stefan Pazur? Uh someplace maybe online on your YouTube videos. Yes, uh, check out. We've had him do the arts and culture year in review the last two years. Very funny stuff. One of the funniest men in show business. One of the one of the kings of all media in Australia. Stefan Pazur. Thanks, Stefan. Hi, I'm Midway Arts Correspondent Stefan Pazza, otherwise known as Dr. Q, and I'm here to look back at 2019 in all things pop culture. Let's start with cinema and to the biggest movie of the year, Joker. Joker stars Joaquin Phoenix as an out-of-work comedian, but it was set before podcasts were around, so instead he just dances around like an idiot on some stairs. Critics are saying that Joaquin Phoenix could get the Best Actor Oscar, but our Heath Ledger already won it for playing the Joker in The Dark Knight. So hands off Joaquin, find some other bloody movie to get your Oscar on, buddy. Like playing one of the bananas in pyjamas in the up-and-coming expose, bruised, slightly burnt and unpeeled. The untold tragedy of B1 falling down the stairs. 
Also in movies, a bunch of broke strippers got their revenge in the blockbuster hit Hustlers, which was totally unrealistic, because in that movie, the police listened to the victims and didn't just yell at them to get out of their police station and put some bloody pants on. Now moving on to our TV screens, one show combined Australia's love of washed up 90s celebrities with bad onstage performances. No wait, I'm not talking about Saturday Night Rove. I'm talking of course about The Masked Singer. Yes, if you couldn't tell, The Masked Singer was a show where a bunch of celebrities wore masks and sang songs. Genius! I liked this show because the songs were catchy and you had to wait a few weeks to even find out who one of the mysterious masked singers were. Personally, I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you, to discover that the robot was Cody Simpson and not former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev. I lost $200 to sports bet over that one. Thanks, Cody. Also in TV, the new streaming service Disney Plus launched is like Netflix, but instead of The Crown, they have Darkwing Duck. Also, Disney Plus has a Star Wars show called The Mandalorian, which set the internet alight with the baby Yoda featured in it. Mmm, yes, where's my big daddy, Scott Morrison? Cashing in, Disney has already announced three new shows, Baby Baby Yoda, Fetus Yoda, and Baby Muppet Babies. Also, get ready for the new movie American Pie, The Dagobah Years, in which teenage Yoda tries to have sex with a swamp slug. Finally, in video games, the biggest independent game of the year was called Untitled Goose Game. There's already talk of Hollywood making a movie adaption starring Scarlett Johansson wearing goose face. I don't know about you, but if I wanted to watch a dumb loud goose terrorizing a quaint British village, I could have just watched the UK election campaign. Campaign. Please leave my town. I, I will very soon. So that was the year in pop culture in 2019. Everyone had a great time except Jeffrey Epstein, of course. I'm Stefan Pazza, reporting for News Fighters. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) 
Okay, and joining me now on News Fighters is our old mate, our sports correspondent and special reporter, Stefan Pazur. How are you going, Stefan? I'm great. I'm great, thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, uh, I was going to have you on to talk about um, uh, the 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 Olympics, uh, but due to I'm a bit worried that with the uh, um, AI that scans podcasts and takes them down due to rights issues, that we should call it instead the um, famous major international multi-sport quadrennial event currently being held in Tokyo. Is that all right? Because we, we don't it- have the rights to call it the uh, the O word. So I'm happy to say multi-sport quadrennial. Event, event, but I'm not saying quad renewal properly. Okay, that's right. We can just call it the big sporting event in Tokyo, multi-sport event in Tokyo or something. Yeah, okay. All right. Multi-sport um, event, sure. Anyway, it's been a fantastic sporting event so far. Um, uh, you know, look, so many, so many great moments to remember, like just fantastic. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought I'd take this opportunity now to play uh, a clip of one of my favorite events from the game so far. Okay, uh, have a listen. This clip unavailable due to rights issues. Oh, wasn't that a classic moment? Wasn't that? That was my personal favourite moment. What was? What was yours, Stefan? Uh, I would say the um, the uh, in during in the opening ceremony when those two characters were acting out the signs for all the sports. Oh yes. Do you have a clip? Will we play uh, a clip? Cl- play a clip of it? Yeah. Let's have a look at it right now. This clip unavailable due to rights issues. Oh, that was a great classic memory, wasn't it? Classic memory. Oh. Uh, they just love it. They were so efficient. They were so quick on their feet. They were great, and they were they were actually uh, they were called Hero Pond. They're a, a YouTube comedy duo who did those pictograms at the opening ceremony. Uh, and given Brisbane, really? yeah, a YouTube comedy team. Uh, so I'm look forward for the Brisbane Olympics. Maybe we'll have like Auntie Donna doing uh, like Christmas pudding uh, memes, or maybe we'll have Friendly Geordies uh, getting shot by the anti-terrorist police. I wouldn't mind having the uh, Bondi hipsters. Except they're not very Brisbane, though. They're it doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're coasty. Um, on to the opening ceremony. And uh, the concept for the opening ceremony this year was united by emotion. And definitely the emotion I experienced was boredom as it went for over four hours. Now, what were your, what were your highlights uh, from the opening ceremony? Uh, the drones was pretty good. Yes, the drones made a, the drones? made a map of the world, which was very impressive. Yeah. Apparently, there were 1,800 drones that made a map of the world, mm. which looked like a bunch of UFOs to the unsuspected, trendy Tokyo residents from our UFO spotting meetup group on a night out looking for UFOs. Really? I'm sure they would have been like, it was right over the Olympic Stadium. They weren't like, UFOs are invading the Olympics. Anyway. And um, there was a lot of traditional uh, Japanese art and, uh, and craft on display. They had uh, kabuki dancers. They had Edo-era craftspeople and traditional dress. But for me, if they yeah, really wanted to represent did. and symbolize Japan, they should have had what Japan is most famous for and some dancing vending machines. Uh, it would have probably been too hot to for have big, the performers big costumes. to be. Yeah, yeah. And then who lit the cauldron? It was tennis star Naomi Osaka. She lit the cauldron. Yes, and how'd she go in the Olympics? Good? Well, she left the competition uh, because she lost a match in tennis. So her Olympics career was rather short in this. Appearance was rather short at this Games, unfortunately. Which which brings me to... uh uh, Ash Barty was also knocked out of the tennis in the singles, but she did manage uh, to win the bronze. 
uh, in the mixed doubles with John Pierce by she doing did. my favourite thing, which is um, having winning by default when the other team pulled out. So I think that's an Olympic sport I could win at and we could all get behind. Turning up. That's right. I don't, I don't know why um, um, Djokovic freaked out. I don't know, several but rackets it, and, then, and then claiming injury afterwards. It works for us. For us. Ash Barty and John Pierce were like, yes. I don't know who John Pierce is, but he's definitely had a he's definitely picked the right ticket so far. Yeah, uh, uh, but I, I have a feeling that they would have preferred to have played the match. True. Rather than having it given to them like that. Also on the results, uh, we had Australian uh, Logan Martin won gold in the BMX uh, freestyle after he built a training arena in his backyard to do his BMX. Uh, flips uh, during COVID because a lot of athletes couldn't train during COVID. Uh, but yet, right. you know, shooters and archers weren't, al- you know, al- you know, shooters weren't allowed to set up shooting ranges in their in their backyards. So this is just bias against shooters, I think. It is. They should be allowed to set up uh, that stuff at their own backyard. But instead of shooting real bullets, they can try using blanks. No one knows. How, you can't training. practice your aim if you're just shooting blanks. That's right. They have to imagine they hit the target. There you go. Now, Poor buggers. Perfect, perfect. Hello, I'm Stefan Pazza, and welcome to my look back at the year in arts and culture in 2020. When 2020 started, nobody ever knew it would be the worst year ever, or because Taylor Swift released two new albums. In movie news... Not many movies came out in 2020 because of, you know what, coronavirus. The biggest movie at the box office in the year full of death was ironically called Bad Boys for Life. And in a year in which thousands were killed by a parasite, the winner of the Best Picture Oscar was called, mm, um, uh, The Irishman, I think? I can't remember. In streaming video this year, one of the biggest hits for Netflix was a show called Emily in Paris, because everyone in lockdown decided they would watch any show about travelling, even if it involved an annoying American who got famous on social media for doing nothing but posting a picture of a baguette. Excuse me, but the French are masters of social media. True, but Americans invented it, which is why I hope to become a valuable member of your team by adding an American point of view to your fabulous French clients. In response, Stern has announced a new Aussie show called Kenneth in Penrith about an American who moves to Western Sydney and immediately loses all of his social media followers after posting a picture of Red Rooster. Netflix also got in trouble this year when season 4 of the royal drama The Crown was found to be full of historical inaccuracies, including a scene where Princess Diana murders Bob Hawke, the Queen eats a corgi, and Prince Charles invents a song Gangnam Style. Also on phones this year, the $2 billion video streaming service Quibi launched. It was made up of short videos commuters could watch on the way to work but it was launched during the lockdown when everyone was working from home. Good job, idiots. What would they think of next? A radio station for deaf people? A food for people who don't have mouths? Give me two billion dollars. I'll make that one for you. In video game news, one of the biggest new games to become popular during the lockdown was Animal Crossing New Horizons on Nintendo. In it, you design an island and invite your friends over to visit and play. 
no thanks. I saw what happened when Jeffrey Epstein did this and it did not end well. The race to buy the new PlayStation 5 took a turn for the worst when scalpers purchased a mass amount of the new gaming console, causing shelves to be sold out. It was like when people stripped the shelves of toilet paper in March, except it's really uncomfortable to wipe your bum with a PlayStation, I heard. And that's the year in pop culture in 2020. In 2021, I hope we'll be all back at the movies paying $35 to watch people play on their phones. And I predict the stock market will fall when Joe Biden farts. Well, thanks again uh, for 2020, Dylan. Uh, I wish you listeners a uh, Merry Christmas, Great New Year, and a better 2021. Thanks for listening. Okay, and now on News Fighters, uh, you know, there's, been, there's a lot of unhappy, sad, distressing news stories out there at the moment. So on News Fighters, every now and then we like to lighten the mood with some upbeat, happy news stories from our friend, Stefan Pazur. Stefan, how are you going today? I'm good. Yourself? I'm good. Going Pre- good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now, I understand you've trolled the internet and found, because, you know, the news lately has been very depressing. Very, you it know, has. very complex, very depressing. So I understand you've trolled the internet and found some upbeat, happy news stories for us. And did these make you happy, these stories? Some of them do. Some of them do. Um, Okay, and I see a story here. It comes from 9news.com.au. And the headline is, Mysterious Tree Animal Turns Out to Be a Croissant. What's this story? Well, obviously someone wasn't wearing their glasses. Right. Uh, a Polish Animal Welfare Society received a call about a mysterious animal stuck in the tree that was in fact a croissant. A concerned woman called the Krakow Society for the Protection of Animals about a creature that had been stuck in the tree opposite her block for two days. Come and get him, the woman said. She told the, uh, the KPSA, which is the Krakow Society for the Protection of Animals, on the phone to come and get the uh, animal off the tree. Which turned out to be a croissant. Did they, croissant. did they, I wonder if they like got a ladder up and then ate the croissant. I hope they haven't done that when they've rescued other animals before. Eating animals. Well, it, it, it brings a new meaning to the term BYO snack. Exactly. Uh, have you seen any interesting animals up trees that, that, uh, you, or any interesting snacks up trees that you've mistaken for, uh, for animals? No, no, um, I once saw a dead cat stuck in the tree. You didn't try and eat that, did you? No, definitely not. It was too high up to get anyway. We tried Mm. reaching it with sticks and all that, but we couldn't do it. Mm. But, um, yeah, we we weren't that hungry. But kind of sad, really. But, you know, what what can you do? Cats climbing trees and stuffing up sometimes. That is the that is the most interesting croissant based news story I've heard this week. We have another headline here. Yes, all right. I'll I'll read the headline. This is from mirror.co.uk, the mirror. The headline is Dog looks like he's been on a week long bender after getting stung by a bee. What's the story here? A chihuahua named Alvi went viral after his owner posted a video to TikTok to compare what he looked like before and after he had run in with a bee. The TikTok user at angel underscore camper posted a video with the, with the message, throwback to when my dog got stung by a bee 
and gained more than 15 million views as people were left in stitches by the before and after shoots. Look, shots. This is, uh, say what you will about the collapse of journalism and journalism and newspapers getting replaced by social media. This is, this is the fourth estate. This is what a free press is all about. In China, in North Korea, they dream of these news stories. Only in the UK do they actually hold the, hold the dogs to account that get stung by bees. That's right. That's right. You ever seen uh, any animals? You ever got stung by a bee? I did many, many, many years ago. Uh, wasn't a good feeling. I, I was asking people to get rid of the, uh, the bee sting in my scalp, but no one could find it. Was it like blue yeah. bottle sting and you had someone pee on your head to, to make the sting stop? No, no way. Oh, no good, way. Oh, I'll let no urine near my, my, my head. All right, let's get to the next funny upbeat news story. Here it is from metro.co.uk. The headline is Prince Harry's new job title means penis in Japanese. What's the story, Stefan? Prince Harry got himself a new job as a, as a chief impact officer at a mental health startup in California, a position which is known as a chimpo in business circles. Congratulations to him, but it's getting attention for the wrong reasons in Japan. That's because <laughs> the word slang is slang for penis. What? The Japanese news site Sora News 24 said. He just happens to be a chimpo for coaching company Butter Up Inc. That's a funny name, Butter Up Inc. Um, it's some in kind of me- me- mental health company, I butter assume. Up, <laughs> butter Up up. A move which was announced in March. After the move was announced, he told the Wall Street Journal he wanted to use the role to create an impact in people's lives. Interesting. So yeah, Chimpo stands for Chief Impact Officer. So what's like a Deputy Impact Officer? Is that a Dimpo? What's the Head Impact Possibly. Officer? Is that a Himpo? It leaves a lot of questions, Stefan. It does. You can even you can even mention other words in that category too that 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 rhyme with that, but I, I won't go there. That, that won't be funny if I mention something else. Well, good, well, good on good on Prince Harry for getting out there and getting a job in this economy. It's very tough at the moment, so good on oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah, trying to be out there in the community as much as he can. Exactly, which is always a good thing. Lifting himself uh, up by the bootstraps, or in this case, the chimpo. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Penis straps in Japanese. The next news story comes from a uh, very reliable, fair and balanced news source, Fox News. And the headline very reliable. is Houston police. Houston, we've got a problem. Yes, Houston police, we have a problem. Houston police say crystal meth was found in a breakfast burrito. So apparently the illegal, illegal drugs were hidden in a breakfast food and were found earlier this month by Transportation Security Administration officials at William P. Hobby. Airport in Hudson, in Houston. Hudson, wow. Houston. Apparently, breakfast burritos are delicious, but officers that's, were surprised to find crystal meth in it. Jeez, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have needed your uh, you wouldn't have needed your coffee with that. It would have waken you right up. What is this? Is it, this a new uh, is this a new Taco Bell or Guzman and Gomez meal deal right here? The meth, the the meth, meth and eggs burrito. Guacamole yeah. is still two dollars extra. Extra. What's the weirdest thing? Do you would you ever get burritos? What's the weirdest thing you ever get in a burrito? Probably an oversupply of rice, more than anything, really. Yeah, Mind so you, that's that very ca- that's very carb heavy, so you would need the meth to balance it out, I assume. 
Yeah, I would say so. For your diet, yeah. It's a diet burrito. Crazy. It still has all the carbs, but a little pep. All right, and our final good time, fun, happy news story. Yes, it says Taiwanese official begs people to stop changing their name to salmon for free sushi. How, how, did, how, did, how did this work? How did this story work? Some diners in Taiwan were able to get free sushi this week. It was a free sushi promotion. Ah, by right. Change, by officially changing their names. But the flood <laughs> of requests had one local official begging people to stop. Uh, so the sushi chain, Akido Surushi, kicked off what local media later dubbed the Salmon Crisis after offering free food on Wednesday and Thursday to whole tables of customers called Guyu. Guyu? Guyu, or, 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 or translated into Salmon. So it says diners with aquatic monikers, I guess that means like aquatic themed names, could also get discounts of up to 50% off too. So yeah, very good news that day if your name was Johnny Fish or... Uh, <laughs> or- or, uh, or, or, or Tom what, Tuna. Yeah, Tom Tuna. Uh, uh, Adam Whale. Whaley, Adam Whale. we call him. Squid Boy. Uh, or, 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 or Sam Oyster. Sam Oyster. Yes, they were all getting yeah. 50% off. But all these people yeah. changed their names. Oh, my goodness. All right, keep going. How about Calamari? Calamari. Cal- oh, like first name Cal, second name yeah. Amari. Murray. Yes, that, I think that. Yeah. I would argue you should get the discount with that as well. I think so. Callum Murray. Callum Murray. Hey, Callum, where's Murray? I don't know. <laughs> Callum Murray. Uh, so how so many people How many people got the free meals? But it says here more than a thousand had received discounts, actually. A oh, my thousand goodness. people. Uh, in order to score the freebie, about 150 of them, <laughs> mostly young people, officially changed their name with government officers. To oh, get my the goodness. I wonder if they change them back. I know in I know in Australia there's some kind of rule like you can't change your name back and forth all the time. Yeah. So I, so I don't know if that's that's the case. Oh, and here we go. What are some of the names? We've got uh, Salmon Prince, Mitsuo Salmon King, Salmon Fried Rice. Now, are these the actual names or are these translations? Uh, they're translations actually. Oh, okay. So that, so from from Chinese. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. One of the freebie-seeking people mm-hmm. <laughs> even set a record for the country's longest name. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the the comment solves... What is it? Chen loves Taiwan, abalone, tuna, salmon, snow crab, sea urchin, scallop, lobster, and beef. Mayful... Gee, this is long. Mayful is long. Regent, Hilton, Caesar Park, and Hotel Royal. Oh, I see. Right, so... They were there for, They were clearly trying to get the names of uh, of discounts at hotels, so they ch- they put hotels in their names. Maybe that's how they thought it would work, but it didn't quite work that way. Mm, crazy. Well, one college student said he and his friends had eaten the equivalent of more than two hundred and thirty-five dollars in sushi after he changed his name to Explosive Good Looking Salmon, according to reports. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, what seafood would you change your name to? Uh, probably fish and chips. Fish and chips. No, that's good. That would work. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Fish and chips. Hello, Fee. Uh, uh, Mr. Fish and, fish and Chips. <laughs> Is there a Mr. Fish and Chips around? It's crazy. All right, well, looking forward to catching up chips. with you again next time, Mr. Fish and Chips. <laughs> 
Thank you, Sushi Roll. Salmon Boy. My name's Salmon, Salmon Boy. Boy. Soy Salmon Boy. <laughs> All right, thanks again for joining us with the good time, fun, happy, upbeat news stories, Stefan Pazur. Thank you for having me, Dylan. All right, thanks for listening to this summer repeat. I hope everyone's having a good summer. Just a reminder to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewsFightersPod. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash NewsFighters or you can uh, join our Patreon for bonus and early release episodes at patreon.com slash NewsFighters. Also, sign up for our newsletter at NewsFighters.com. Hope you're having a good summer. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is NewsFighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.